I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where, come rain or shine, into the world or not, we discuss great beers. And the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And uh, with us this evening, we actually have a, a full team. Uh, we've got the doctor. Aloha. Padre Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Sound engineer Tom has worked his magic to make sure that we can all be here despite being in uh, different rooms. Check one, two, check. Yeah, we're staying appropriately apart. Yeah, we are practicing our social distancing. So thank you, Tom, for finding a way to make this happen. You're welcome, gents. The show must go on. <laughs> it's great to be together, at least virtually, to share a beer or two. Yeah, I would agree. It's also nice not to, to, to be actually talking to adults. I feel like I've just been talking to myself for the last week and a half. <laughs> well, you're an amateur adult. That counts. That's true. I'm going to call this our beer fridge episode, since our brewery adventures have been curtailed for the time being. And we'll be enjoying select brews from our precious beer fridge stock. And we hope you've selected something to enjoy as well while listening. Listeners, we appreciate you following and subscribing to our podcast. It really is a joy to put these episodes together, share them, hear back from all of you. So reach out, say hello, leave a comment. Most importantly, keep sharing our podcast with your beer drinking friends. And you can find us on several social media platforms. I like beer, the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and we are at 299 followers on uh, Instagram. We need one more. One more. So, and we're also on Twitter. I like beer, the Ta one, and I like beer, the Po one. And then don't forget to friend us on Untap so we can toast each other over a beer or two. I like beer, the podcast. I like beer, the talent. I like beer, the sound guy. I like beer, the doctor. And right now, really, that's the only way we can drink together. So everybody should be on Untapped. I've enjoyed watching what you're drinking. Yeah, I agree. Uh, living vicariously, a little jealously some at times, but uh, if you're drinking a beer from a brewery that we've suggested, please uh, let them know, tag them, and tell them that you heard about uh, them from our podcast. Yeah, and keep buying local independent craft beer during these uh, trying times. Let's help keep uh, local breweries in business. COVID-19 shutdown has been exceptionally hard on small businesses that rely you know, on foot traffic like breweries. A lot of our local breweries have been finding ways to make safe transfer of beers to go uh, all up and down the San Diego County. And I picked up some kegs from our friends at Alesmith. So I'm, I'm loaded up. I can last a, a month now. And also some crowlers from uh, Mother Earth and Bear Roots who helped me out with my CO2. And I saw I got actually there was an email yesterday that uh, Epic is doing um, curbside pickup. So, um, again, there's no reason not to have good beer right now. Yeah, find it. There's a, a whole bunch of stuff on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram to where you can pick up beer, which breweries are uh, you know, lining them up. And I'll tell you what, I've never been some anywhere so sterile as Bear Roots and uh, Alesmith when I was there getting beer. It was like, a, <laughs> yeah, it was everything was wiped down, including my credit card after use. So it's safe. Go get your beer. More time to drink. That's perfect. So on that note, how are the beer fridge stocks holding up? Dr. Todd, what are you drinking and how's your beer stock holding up? Good. You know, well, you know, right now I'm currently drinking a Coronado Orange Avenue Wit, but that's almost gone. And I also still have a healthy supply of uh, beers left over from uh, our St. Patty's Day. So next I'm going to be moving on to a uh, Smithwick's. Nice. You were you stocked up for St. Patrick's Day. Yes, yes, yes. Before they canceled it. <laughs> if you remember, I poured one out for that one. I didn't want to, I mean, I don't want to say, you know, profit, but at some point uh, yeah. I did call that one. So, you know, I, got, I get to the store, I get to the store first thing in the morning and I don't head for the toilet paper aisle. I had race straight for the beer aisle. So I'm all set. Yes. Priorities. Priorities are important. Exactly. I mean, plus I got a bidet. I don't need toilet paper. So forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking of a, a man ahead of his time, I, I really do have to say, I know we'll be able to do this later on, but we probably should really toast uh, Todd for being way ahead of his time with the bidet. We laughed. We laughed back then. Uh, but right. now look at him and how smart he looks now. Yeah, who's laughing now, bitches? <laughs> 
couple listeners, including Jeff at large, uh, did mention that Dr. Todd doesn't have to worry about the toilet paper shortage. <laughs> and I said, why is that? Bidet. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Tom, what are you drinking? Well, first of all, I was going to say people might be lining up outside your door, Todd, to use your bidet sometime soon here. So Uh-oh. you might be able to get an admission fee for that. Uh, you know, it's a beer. I'll charge them a beer. If they want to use my bidet, a beer to get it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'd charge them based on the uh, reading material they're taking in. One beer, two beer, three beer. Yeah. Sunday edition of the Times, that's a that's a three beer. Well, at a time. If you spent yeah, I think more I think every five minutes is a beer. There you go. There you go. Five, five minutes. I'm just getting warmed up at five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to cost a couple. All right. Back to Tom. What's Tom drinking? Well, you guys might be surprised, but I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada. Uh, and, I, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I pulled out the cel- I pulled out the celebration because I'm celebrating the fact that we're still doing a podcast that despite everything going on in the world today. So there you have it. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, for sure. So does everyone have a toasting beer in hand? Or a toasting drink yes, uh, of their choice, Joe? Yeah, I have a nice, fine Costco soda water, so I'm okay. in. Okay, <laughs> that'll work. Because if everyone has a toasting beer, we can hit it. It's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. Even in trying times, we will find things to toast and celebrate together, gentlemen. I'm going to start off with a toast to BrewDog and the over 200 breweries and distilleries across the United States who are now converting facilities to make bottles of hand sanitizer and giving it away for free to those that need it most. So how about that? Breweries doing good things. It's very cool. Very cool. Cheers. 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 And Tom, you have a toast tonight. I actually have a couple. Uh, first, I want to uh, toast my son. Salute to you, Jake, for uh, his uh, birthday gift to me this year was a craft beer club uh, subscription. And I received my first one the other day. I sent you guys a picture. In these trying times, that was a, a welcome gift to know that I can get beer shipped to my door and not go without. So thanks, Jake. Appreciate that. Yeah, Jake, where's mine? My birthday's next month. (laughs) (laughs) What a good son. Well done, Dad. Yes, what a good son. I agree. He's a good son, yes. So, And then the other one I wanted to toast, uh, this comes from my sister, Susie. For those of you who don't know, my sister works up at Cottage Hospital in Santa Barbara. So she's on the front lines every day with regards to everything going on. And with all the shortages going on, Cottage Health put out a press release calling for the public to donate medical supplies to help the hospitals shore up the necessary goods and garments as the spread of the, this COVID-19 threatens to overwhelm the supply chains around the world, you know, toilet paper, all that fun stuff. So on Saturday, my sister received a call from Glasshouse Farms CEO Graham Farrar called to pledge and donate a thousand protective robes to help with the medical supplies. Now, what makes this even more interesting and fantastic in my mind is that the greenhouse also supplies cannabis product for their recreational dispensary uh, in Santa Barbara called the pharmacy. So I thought that was great that, you know, these guys are giving back to the community, giving back to first responders out there. So I want to toast out to Glasshouse Farms for their contribution in providing all these supplies for the much needed uh, folks up there in Santa Barbara. So toast to them. Cheers. 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 And to the production of cannabis. Yeah. (laughs) That's needed in these times, you know. It could be. It could be. So I I have a couple as well. So my first one was kind of uh, piggybacks on Tom's. And it's just a general toast to to all the people on the front line kind of battling this pandemic. And then all the people that are rallying to help. I think the one cool thing is, you know, there's a lot of negative news out there. And stories, but um, you also find in, in difficult times that sometimes it brings out the best in people and the best in us. And those are stories from like I saw one last night that uh, the auto industry is uh, changing some of their assembly lines to start making ventilators. People in the fashion industry are now making masks. I saw that uh, you know you have artists that are holding online concerts 
uh, to raise funds for local businesses that are struggling right now. So I think it is just really neat to see how many people step forward and, and kind of, uh, you know, donate and all of those things. So I would just say, you know, a big toast to, to all of them. And I think all of us, you know, however we're doing it, do our little part, whether it's just staying at home and, and helping out the, uh, the, the current situation. But then I also had to find some things that were non-coronavirus uh, related. So I found a couple interesting ones that I thought were kind of fun to share. So this one, I, for me, to be honest with you, it could be a toast or a roast. Also a little bit of a shout out to our own personal marathon runner, Joe. But I don't know if you guys saw this story, but there's a, this gentleman, I'm going to mispronounce his name, but his name's Elisha uh, or Alicia Nakamovitz. And he's a 32-year-old uh, restaurant worker living in France. And he ran the length of a marathon on his 23-foot-long balcony while his country is on lockdown. I don't know if you saw the video of this, but he was just running back and forth on his, on his balcony, 23 oh feet long, God. and he was running back and forth. Oh. It took him six hours and 48 minutes. And I guess he's already run like something like 20-something other marathons, but he said this was oh by far God. the hardest one. But I thought that was pretty impressive oh, because the – Like per- a rat in a cage. <laughs> exactly. It would be like a hamster on a wheel. Perseverance, though, pretty cool. And he wanted to dedicate that to all of the, the medical professionals. So I thought that was kind of an interesting story. And then the other one that I thought that uh, I think this guy is now going to become a, a legend out of this, but he's a, a new internet icon and his name is Tim. And um, if you haven't seen this one, Tim is the head of security at the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum in Oklahoma City. So with the museum closed down, uh, they said, hey, Tim, you know, we need, we need you to take on some new responsibilities. And so they said, Tim, we're going to now put you in charge of all of our social media accounts. So, you know, he, he had never done this before. And so now he's running the National Cowboys uh, and Western Heritage Museum social media account. So I'll give you an example. Here was his first post. It was, I'm new to social media, but excited to share what I'm told is called content <laughs> on all of the Cowboys. What am I, what I am. What I am told are platforms, including the Twitter, the Facebook, and the Instagram. Uh, and then he follows up, and every day he posts. And in his posts, he takes the followers on a tour through the empty museum. So here would be another example of one of his posts. He says, this is the hat and the eye patch the Duke wore in the movie True Grit. They are part of our exhibition about this movie True Grit. Lots of interesting props and clothes. I'm told I can't try it on. <laughs> and then he puts hashtag John Wayne. He writes hashtag John Wayne, but he spells out hashtag John Wayne. <laughs> and he follows that up with he follows that up with Lucas, my grandson, told me to use hashtags. And then he ends all of his posts with thanks, Tim. And so basically <laughs> with with Tim's dad jokes and kind of wholesome attempts at figuring out social media, he's added thousands and thousands of followers to the museum's accounts. I looked yesterday yesterday and they're like up almost over forty thousand followers. What's the name of this museum? National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum. Here was another one of his posts. I just, it's this one says, thanks for all the tips, friends. Realize I've been doing this. He goes, I realize I've been doing the hashtags wrong. I need to use that pound sign from the phone. I'm learning. And then he puts, you know, here's the Duke's costume from True Grit from 1969, courtesy of the John Wayne Enterprises. So then he puts the symbol hashtag, but then does write out hashtag John Wayne. So symbol hashtag, hashtag John Wayne. (laughs) Thanks, Tim. And then, and then here, was a, here was the final one. And he goes, someone suggested I post a TikTok. Here's one from our Warhol and Western ex- exhibition. And so it's a picture of Roy Rogers' alarm clock from 1951. Uh, and, it's, and then he writes the hashtag sign, hashtag the cowboy. Thanks, Tim. So uh, he's doing a great job and, and people are loving it. Obviously, it's just a total break from what's going on. And according to the museum's chief marketing and communication director, he said he just put him in charge as simply a way to keep the public engaged while the museum was closed. And they never expected that each of his posts would be garnering thousands of likes from people all over the world. So they're basically saying, uh, you know, the the word is right now is, well, hopefully once this coronavirus ends, the museum will let Tim keep tweeting because he's he's uh, (laughs) taken their their platforms to a whole new level. So I I thought that was a pretty cool story. That's awesome. We're following him now. Yeah, you should. And if you haven't, check him out. He's the hashtag cowboy. Yeah, but it's actually spell out hashtag. You have to write out hashtag cowboy. Hashtag the guy deserves a raise. Oh, so this, pretty cool. And actually, my favorite part is a picture of the article I saw. I had him with uh, Sam Elliott because he's got a little bit of a mustache, and he has Sam Elliott's mustache. And I love Sam Elliott, so I thought that was a it was a cool uh, it's a cool picture. Great toast. Well, do we have any roasts? I, the only one I had, I was, again, I was trying to look, and I'm trying to keep things light, but. I saw another one today. 
And I, I'm just going to roast the hoarders that are out there of like over-purchasing oh, yeah. goods. You know, basically people right now are like panic shopping. Like we were getting ahead of a, basically a snowstorm where we wouldn't be able to do anything. And I mean, you go to the grocery store and, and you can't find anything. And now the latest is eggs. Eggs, I, uh, I saw a thing today that the, that the demand has gone up like 150% for eggs. So you can't keep them on the shelf. So I was just, you know, people need to keep things in perspective a little bit. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I've been able to go out to the grocery store as needed. The problem with going out to the grocery store, though, is sometimes you're not finding the items you need because they can't keep things on the shelf fast enough. Right. That's a solid roast. Right. Do you have any problem with Costco? Yeah, we're not going to run out of food, people. We're not going to run out of food. No, we are Costco's solid except for flour. Well, I found some flour yesterday, so that was that we were because uh, Cameron's been making a lot of cookies, so that's the good news. Oh, about nice. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I'm going to go to, I'm going <laughs> to go to. Let's see. Go pick up some beer from one of you and pick up some cookies from. There you go. <laughs> well, it's very interesting how polite people have been. Yeah, I agree. at least in my experience. And then there's, but every time I've have gone out, there's that one person that that. You know, we've we've agreed to do something. You know, we're in California. And we all kind of agreed to live by a certain social rule right now. Uh, people get their space, but there's that one person everywhere I've gone. There's one person that puts that has to push past you, has to stand two inches from you to talk to you. <laughs> it's like you know, we're all, we're living in a society right now. We we've come up with some rules that we all have agreed to live by. Get on board here. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's good. I, I didn't since you brought that up, that was gonna be my other roast for people that are are really not adhering to the uh the social distancing guidelines. Cause I feel all they're doing is going to prolong this. Um but I did find uh and I, I would assume I'm gonna say this is ironic and you can evaluate this, but there was a story <laughs> about a a group of young people, uh young people in Kentucky, not Florida surprisingly enough, but in Kentucky that they were a bunch of young people that decided, hey, you know, we're young and we're going to do whatever we want. So they held a coronavirus party. And uh, guess what? One of them came down with coronavirus. Nice. So I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, it's like you mess with the uh, bowl, you get the horn sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they were ones that were not, not paying attention to, to what people have said. And they, they kind of flaunted it. And uh, now I think they're all in, in, uh, in danger, which is not a good thing. But at the same point, I, I, you got to believe that people are putting these guidelines out there that, to help us out and, and help us get through this. I'd call that irony. I'll drink, yeah. to, I'll drink to irony. Okay. It's not irony if you're asking for it. If I may quote the movie Airplane. <laughs> you may. Chump don't want no help. Chump don't get no help. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by. Hey, Talent, what are you drinking? Well, so I started off, I went to the beer fridge, and, and I'll tell you this, that the beer fridge... Is still fairly well stocked, but my son was home with some of his friends early in this. Uh, did they did a substantial damage to the beer fridge? But luckily, he is right now sitting on a beach in Hawaii, uh, so he is social distancing with his friend at their house in Hawaii. So my beer fridge is on hold right now. So I've been nibbling around the the the, in, the edges of the beer fridge. The doctor and I also made a uh, kolsch, so that's fermenting as we go. So hopefully by next weekend, we're going to be able to. Uh, you know, put that together and, and we'll be able to have some beer there as well. But uh, to answer your question, I'm, I'm, I had to, went to the islands and I'm having a tiki sunset sour from Coronado to start off. Oh, nice. Um, and that's, that's what I've had. And you know what, it's, it's still as good as it, it was the first time I had this. This is a great beer. Excellent choice. I'm proud of you. I just cracked open a, uh, I just cracked open a vanilla porter from Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, wow. Jeff, remember we had this uh, influencer. We had this at um, yeah downtown Carlsbad. On tap, yeah downtown, yeah it's good. Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, you know, and you mentioned that you found one in the back of your fridge. I looked in the back of my fridge and I found a six pack of the Black Raven Coco Jones. So I have one of those here for my oh, dessert wow. for my second half of uh, this uh, event. But so I have a bunch of those. I'm gonna I'm gonna start drinking some of those too. I heard Slomo likes that stuff. Yeah, I've heard that too. So these are these have been aging nicely <laughs> since PGW one or two since PGW two. Yeah, I put on Instagram. I had one last night, or I guess it was two nights ago. It's three years old because we went in April three years ago, and it was as fantastic as it was. It was the reason we bought a case of them and brought them back from Correct, Redmond, yeah. Washington. 
So I posted that. Pretty much the reason we drove home. <laughs> right. <laughs> I posted it and Black Raven responded and they were surprised. I guess they've changed up the logo and the can and everything. So they were excited to see the old logo and the old can. Um, oh, good. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send some of that out too. It's a collector's item. Good choice. And let's, uh, someone's got to pour a little one out because it's time for pour one out unless we have another roast. I've got to pour one out if no one has one. I've got one too. You go first. All right. I'm going to pour one out. I kind of alluded to this a little earlier, but uh, talking to you guys before we started, but I'm pouring one out to uh, the internet and bandwidth. <laughs> you know, apparently one of the negatives with uh, so many people being at home and having to work online and streaming video and stuff is that uh, our bandwidth is being exhausted. I'm not even sure what that means, but that's what I read. So they, I read today that Netflix and YouTube are both reducing the quality of the videos that they're putting out so that uh, it can handle this uh, added, you know, demand. And so I think, uh, you know, we, I probably won't notice it, but somebody will notice that the, the quality is not going to be quite as good. And then on the other side with that as well, I, I, I was pouring one out to, I, I said, we, I saw this story, they were talking about jobs because so many people are using the internet and everything else is that uh, websites like Pornhub are having a hard time because there's so many users uh, that they're having a hard time keeping up with the demand. So at some point we may break the internet. Oh well. Okay. Now this is now this is it. Okay. If we gotta <laughs> we gotta get off the internet, people. How are we gonna get our porn? Come on. <laughs> All the books I'm reading are still in HD. <laughs> That's good. Getting some reading done, fellas. All right, pour one. I gotta pour one out too. And, you know, I guess I gotta need to pour one out for our trip because this is Canada related. I, I guess I also need to pour one out for the uh I like beer trip to British Columbia. That's been postponed. Just like the Olympics. It was not considered essential travel, right? Well, yeah, just like the Olympics. Like the Olympics, but bigger. Right. Better. Yeah. But I got some very nice emails from all the breweries that we had set up interviews with saying, we get it. You let us know when you want to come to town and we'll be happy to have you and might even get a couple phone in interviews with them. So they were very nice about it, but my poor one out is for vanity plates, vanity license plates, at least in Canada. And this story goes back to a gentleman named Lauren Graber of Nova Scotia. And after three decades of having his family name, his surname on his license plates, the Canadian Department of Motor Vehicles canceled his plates after one, count them, one anonymous complaint. Uh, his last name is, and his license plate was Graber. G-R-A-B-H-E-R, grab her if you don't know what you're reading. Yes. <laughs> so Mr. Grabher is in court appealing the cancellation where he's putting up a single argument that his name isn't offensive, so he should be able to have his license uh, plate. Oh, well. Uh, that is there awesome. they go. That's pretty powerful. One phone call and the, and the plate's out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I got one more, and I think somebody was going to say it before, but I just wanted to pour one out to uh, the gambler, Kenny Rogers. Ah, uh, yeah. That was a sad one. A lot of uh, great childhood memories of the songs. Kenny Rogers folded. You got to know when to hold them. Yeah. He, he, it was time for him to fold them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here, here's to the gambler, Kenny Rogers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers Kenny. Cheers. Cheers. I looked up the movie Six Pack because I had vaguely remembered as a kid seeing the movie Six Pack with Kenny Rogers and figured it was a beer movie. Read the review and it's not a beer movie, so false advertising. Um, really? <laughs> about, about his abdomen? His muscles? No. <laughs> they didn't even have six packs. They didn't even call them six packs back then. What did they call them? He was a NASCAR racer and he had six kids, uh, that, uh, orphans he adopts or, or adopt him. Uh, uh, and then the uh, hilarity begins. <laughs> You, but so my, only, I'm going to try and find that on Netflix. Yeah, so my wife and I were going to watch that, but when I realized it was not beer-related, that was off. So we watched the uh, Seinfeld episode with the Kenny Rogers Roasters. Nice. 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 <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out, social distancing version. And during all that, I was enjoying a gift 
from my brother-in-law. It's been in the beer fridge for a couple months, and it's an IPA, so I didn't want it to uh, get old on me. From Toppling Goliath from Iowa, Toppling Goliath Brewing Company, the Supa Sumo Double India Pale Ale. And it's, it's, a, it's a really juicy, fruity, grapefruity, citrusy, hazy IPA. Got some orange flavor in there. And it's, it's got a big picture of a sumo wrestler on the, on the front. And it's a, it's a mouthful. It's super tasty. I, I marked it a four. But now that it's sat in the glass and I'm halfway through, I, I went back and edited it and gave it a 4.25 on untapped. It, it's well, 4.25. Yeah, yeah, I went and fixed it because it started off a little too much for me, but it, it's grown on me. It might be a four or five by the time I'm done. So how has everyone been spending their time? There should be a disclaimer. <laughs> there should be a disclaimer to, to give it, have some patience with it? There should be a disclaimer on, on Untapped. Like, well, basically, you know, are you, are you rating it after you've already had, you know, three or four beers or is it your first beer? Like, you know, that, that changes how you rate things on Untapped. I don't need big government telling me how to rate my beers. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Plus, we're professionals at this. So yeah. <laughs> we just rate them how we rate them. We got to know when yeah. to hold them and know when to fold them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> how has everyone been spending their time uh, since California put us in this uh, shelter-at-home situation? Uh, that's what I want to know. Tom, Tom, how have you been spending your time? Well, uh, I'm still working part-time a little bit. So that's a good thing, I guess, in some ways. But with all my spare time, newly acquired spare time, uh, I've been attacking the infamous honeydew list uh, and then trying to keep my daughter at bay with all her friends here, being a senior and all. You guys know all about my daughter, having, ha- having her as a student. And then uh, just trying to get some projects done around the house, doing my taxes, all that fun stuff. Oh, you got till July 15th on the taxes. No rush. Well, I figured I'd get it out of the way while I had the time. You know? so, You're using TurboTax, I'm sure. Nice. Uh, I, di- I did for the kids. Yes, I did. There you go. So plug plug to Intuit and TurboTax. Is this podcast brought to us by TurboTax? It, it sounds like it should be now. It can be. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. I heard it can be. That's good. Let's get on it. Where, where, do, we, where do we send the invoice, doctor? Uh, yeah, just... Uh, I'll get you that. <laughs> and doctor, since you're not a medical doctor, uh, you haven't been on the on the front lines here. How have you been spending your time? Well, actually, I've been exercising a lot, and I've been surfing. I'm looking forward. Okay, I got some extra time. Spent some time in the ocean. They just closed the Pacific Ocean. It covers a third of our planet. And they just closed it. So I was a little pissed off now. They got lifeguards and jet skis telling people, you know, surfers get out of the water. What the heck? So anyways. Social distancing, man. People aren't staying far enough apart. Man, I guess so. I don't know. Anyways, now I'm just drinking a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I am literally drinking and watching the plants grow because I've done a bunch of gardening. (laughs) Me too. What else you been up to, Talent? You've been brewing beer. I made some beer. Um, actually, prior to the clampdown, uh, Doctor came over and uh, we put together a Kolsch. So that's been, I think we're at like day seven right now of the fermentations. We're about halfway through our fermentation. And then I, same thing, been out and working in the garden, planted up all the crops for this year. So we've got uh, a lot of stuff, you know, in case once they shut this, the, um, the, uh, you can't get any, you know, people run on vegetables and you can't get vegetables and stuff from the uh, grocery stores. We'll be set here because we'll have some. And other than that, just uh, sitting around waiting to see when we're going to go back to school. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Yeehaw. I never thought I would say that. I Yeah, I never never thought I would, would say I'd be into uh, going back to school, but <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> and Joe, you want to share what you've been up to? Or you want to take a pass? No, I'll share. I um, I'm regretting my Lenten commitment not to drink alcohol for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we we could have told you that. <laughs> what a horrible time to uh, have to not drink, but uh, it's probably probably healthy for me. And uh, you know, I have a small social media business, so I'm putting in about ten hours a day, keeping it running, which is 
it's good. Keeps me focused and occupied, and we're we're surviving. So that's um, I, I know I'm lucky in that sense that um, my business model allows us all to work, and we're working as hard as we can. So yeah, good for you, Padre. How about you, Jeff? Well, I have an announcement to make. Uh oh, uh, Mr. Michael Halbert. Are you pregnant? Just speak. No, no, but I look like I am. Mr. Michael Halbert just became our 300th follower on Instagram. I don't know who he is wow. yet. Nice. He just popped up on the thing. Wow. Thank you, Mr. Cool. Halbert. So nice. Let's... <laughs> Drum roll. I'm going to give him a big cheers right now with my Coco Porter. Nice. <laughs> so I have been uh, like like uh, telling I've been my wife talked me into growing uh, vegetables by seed, which. I started about two weeks ago, but I was going to buy plants that would be producing uh, tomatoes and peppers in the next week or two. And instead, I've got little seedlings just starting to sprout. So maybe that was bad planning, but oh, well, I've got the time. But I've uh, been doing that. we got the pub shed uh, is all cleaned out, put two kegs into the kegerator. So sounds like you're ready for it. We made a Costco trip, so I, I can do a month. I'm, that's exciting. I can do a straight up month. <laughs> Been do, doing some furniture projects. Tom got to take a look at a little bit of staining, exciting staining. So I watched seedlings grow and I watched stain dry today. That's big that's time. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Reading that's some awesome. books, watching some classic movies. So there you have it. Sounds like a full couple weeks. Anyone binging anything worth watching? I need to stop watching the news. I'll tell you that. So yeah, I agree. what do you got uh, binge worthy? Well, I, I cut the cord a long time ago. So that helps me minimize the, the news effect. But, you know, based upon a couple of recommendations from you guys, I'm watching Better Call Saul. I had never seen it oh, when yeah, it first came out. And so, uh, you know, after the first episode, I've, I've been hooked. I'm about two thirds of the way through the second season. And uh, it, it's, it's pretty funny. I, I enjoy it. And then I also uh, divert, when I've had enough of Saul, I'll divert over to the classic Star Wars movies and go from there. So it's a good way to turn off the rest of the world and just enjoy a, a sci-fi adventure. Right. Agree. That's what we, we did, The Hobbit. We watched all three of The Hobbit. Nice. Uh, we, we had just done Lord of the Rings at Christmas time, so we did The Hobbit this one, and I think we're going to hit Harry Potter next. So we'll start back at the beginning. Dr. Todd, you binging anything worth worth uh, mentioning you know besides the porn which is getting hard to download (laughs) (laughs) just kidding just kidding uh sneaky pete i don't know sneaky pete this guy gets out of jail he's living with a family that's not his family and uh yeah that that classic i I was i i never laughed more than if i need a good chuckle i always go back to seinfeld i can't get enough of that so that's what i've been watching Oh, dear. I love Seinfeld. Yeah. I'm about to open a new beer. What do you got? The brewery's called Fat Orange Cat. It's a white stout. And the title of the beer, the name of the beer, All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. Hmm. All right. Wow. <laughs> I know nothing about this beer. It was a gift from Jeff Alert. Yeah, it's giving it a pour. It's a beautiful looking beer. We're going to find out a little bit. It's a golden color. So a stout that we talked about this in an earlier podcast, didn't we? These stouts that are not, that are not rich brown colored that are, well, this one's a, this one looks like a hazy, a hazy somewhere between an IPA and an amber is the color on it. So I'm going to give it a, smells like a stout. Well, I'm going to let, it has a nice thick head like a stout. So I'm going to let that settle and I'll give you a full report soon. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I, I just opened up the Coco Jones, and, and I think you're correct there, Jeff. It is it is just as good now. It is so good. That I think the coconut really has is. become even more. It's amazing. I, I gave one to Tom today. I said, "Take this home because it's so good. You're gonna you're gonna love it." Yeah. Um, hey, Joe, how you been uh, killing time? Uh, we've been binging Ozark over here because the third uh, season's dropping. I don't know if you guys. Justin Bateman. That's a crazy one. Yeah. What's the? Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. That's uh, pretty solid. I think it's Netflix. So. All right. I got a couple to add to my list now. There you go. 
Yeah, it's worth it. It's good. And I think at the end of this month, they're dropping the third season. So good fun. There'll be standard definition, apparently. We're not going <laughs> <laughs> to. I'll hold out for HD. Sorry. Yeah, you might want to. Right. We finished up Westworld uh, season two and are sitting on whether or not we want to get into season three or not. And same thing with Better Call Saul. We finished season two, but we're, we're sitting on, I don't like to watch them one week at a time. I want them all at once. Yeah. Right. Anybody else open a new beer? I'm the only one that's into, into well, no, talents into a second beer. Uh, I'm into second beer. I, uh, in keeping with the celebration theme, you know, I opened another Sierra Nevada. And this one, I have to thank you, uh, Mr. Jeff, with regards to this, because you guys toasted this one while I was away, and you you handed me one later on, and I had it, and oh my lord, this 40th celebration, 40th anniversary celebration IPA is delicious. It's good, right? So thank you very much for, oh my lord, very good. So cheers to another fantastic Sierra Nevada beer. I've moved up to a lemon-flavored soda water. So I'm on this. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> it's good. It's a, it's a real step up, so I'm quite pleased. You know, you know, it's funny because Joe can always trump us with his stories, but now he's trumping our beers with lemon water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried about that. You're not going to. Uh, you're, not gonna, you're, not, you're not buying? Especially not with this... Uh, all cats are gray in the dark, uh, white stout. This is delicious. I wish we had this when we were all in person so I could share it. Unfortunately, I have to drink the entire pint myself. It is really good. And I can't even describe it. It's, it's sort of like a, a white chocolatey, but not sweet at all. It says it has a caramel to it, but I don't, I don't pick up on that at all. It's just a fantastic, really full-bodied, very uh, distracting because the color of the beer makes you think it's going to taste different. I, I'm very happy with this. So I'm going to find some more and bring this to a, to a podcast when we're all back in person to share again. Sounds good. Nice. My words left. I'm not a great description on that beer because I, I don't know if I've had a beer quite like this one before. So usually I, I describe a beer by thinking of a beer that it reminds me of that I have words for. And this one is too unique. Creamy. Oh, creamy. 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 It's almost like a Cali Creamin uh, as far as the mouthfeel. Sorry, talent. No, it's good. I, 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 <laughs> I've got my eyes closed right now. I'm trying to visualize it. And it's got some, uh, some seems almost like some vanilla, vanilla notes, but also like a, like a candied orange uh, tinge to it. Anyways. Wow. Sounds Fat Orange amazing. Cats, White Stout. The beer is called All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. It's got a funky can logo. I'll put it out on Instagram when we're done here so you can t- take a picture of it. Where is so it? You can take, a, take a look at it. This, is, I believe, is a Massachusetts. Wow, okay. Orange Cat Brewing Company. They brew it by uh, Dorchester Brewing in Boston, Massachusetts. And then 12% uh, beers distribute it. So... I will do some research on them, find some more, and bring it. Did anyone, so back to our beer fridge uh, discussion, anyone find any surprises in the beer fridge over the last uh, couple weeks as you're digging around, deciding what to uh, take out of the precious stock? I don't know about surprises, but I would say that like things like I didn't realize I had so much Coco Jones. Um, I've got a bunch of Ruby, too, but that's more new so i'm sorry tom but i have a bunch of rubies but i've been starting to drink those a little bit i i just that that I've, there's a lot of good beer in there <laughs> you know i mean that's what it is and so i guess that's why i've been hoarding it but uh i need to start drinking it so i can refresh and reload i did load up with a, a bunch of I, we were moving my son out of his dorm we had to race out of town to get ahead of the when they locked down the bay area and i i was at there's called hermitage uh brewing up in San Jose, so I bought a bunch of stuff from them that I wanted to bring to the Tuesday Night Beer Society, but that has been p- postponed for a while. But so I've got a lot of that sitting there that I can't wait to try. So I don't. I hopefully I can hold out long enough. Yeah, I'm with Jeff. I think uh, it, it's funny you dig through the dig through there and you see what 
all those great beers you have, and it's almost like you've been saving them for for later on. So you keep drinking the fronters, you know, yeah. because you want to save the good ones for a special occasion. So, but I do have a couple of uh, cans of McMinimins that I I want to share with you guys next time we get a chance to get together. I was telling Jeff today that my brother sent me uh, one is the Chris Kringle Winter Warmer, and then the other one is the Black Widow Porter that uh, I can't wait to open up and taste and share with you guys. Be good. You know what I found? I'm excited for that too. Yeah, me too. But Tom, I've, I don't have any Sierra Nevada. I like if I close my eyes, I know I have no Sierra Nevada. But when I envision your beer fridge, it's all Sierra Nevada. So that's kind of. <laughs> I'll, I'll trade you some Sierra Nevada for the Ruby. How about that? That might be a good deal. I might might, might make a good deal. <laughs> Doctor, do you have any uh, surprises in the beer fridge? Yeah, you know, the other day I was, you know, digging around the back and laying down. You know, those ones that fell over and you didn't even know it was back there. I found a, a moose drool brown ale, which I hadn't had in a while. So I cracked that open. That was that was a pleasant surprise. I like those ones that fall down. You have no long, no idea how long it's been there. And you go, oh, beautiful. <laughs> I think when I close my eyes and I think about your beer fridge, is I just realize, I just think like you are probably the one person here that actually can see the back of their fridge. Because you drank so much of your beer out of your beer fridge. Yeah. I mean, no offense, but I think that's awesome because I think too many yeah. of us let our beer sit there for way too long. You're doing it right because you're just getting them and drinking them almost as fast as you're getting them. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like saving them for this special day and occasion, and we shouldn't be doing that. So I'm going to try and live more like the doctor here while I'm yeah, on. There you go. Nice. Yeah. We'd all be happier. I'm down to I'm down to 23 beers. That's impressive. And – I did find that some of the uh, pale ales and IPAs went south, and some of the Oktoberfest went went south on me. Right, they, they, they were a little bit. Yeah, so some of those got dumped, and I've just been, you know, they said one of the important things to do during all this shelter in place is to have a schedule. So at four o'clock, I open a beer, and at seven o'clock, I stop drinking. <laughs> no, that's man's man's got to have a schedule. A little early, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good thing. It's tip. important. It's important. <laughs> well, by my clock, you so, still got an hour and a half of good drinking left in front of you. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm getting old. I'm I'm bed by nine thirty. I'm watching Seinfeld at eight thirty and in bed by nine thirty. <laughs> but I'm but I'm still used to work, so I'm up I'm up early, ready to go to work and feel rather useless for the first couple hours in the morning. Yeah, I can't even imagine what are we gonna do if we do have to go back to school? I can't get up that early. <laughs> oh, but I guess I you, say the same thing at the end of every summer. So yeah, no, no one is feeling sorry for us listening. No, no, <laughs> including two people on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say even even some of us on the podcast. Tom's getting a little taste of it right now. He's got bankers hours. That's different. Bit, yeah, that's true. Well, I think more than bankers, but yes. You know, people are sheltering in place. And they're waiting this thing out. And what divides us becomes less and less significant. And what brings us together becomes more apparent. And yes, I am talking about beer or not a beer with Dr. Todd. Welcome to the Hoppy Game Show, Beer or Not a Beer. I'm your host, the doctor. For you first-time listeners, here's how this game works. I'm going to name four beers. Three are real beers, and one is not real. It is fictitious. I thought of it during the rinse cycle <laughs> on my bidet. Stop laughing while I'm talking. All right, are you ready out there, people? Again, four Beers I'm gonna name. Three are real beers. One is not real. And you can't see my face. You don't know which one I'm making up. Here we go. Beer number I, one. This is, gonna be, this is gonna be really difficult for me because I can't look you in the eyes and figure out what it is. See my little smirk. And my wife yes. can always tell I'm lying. So I get a little smirk. All right, here we go. How do you take your eyes okay. off Joe to look at Dr. Todd? <laughs> well, I've got two eyes. I've got two eyes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Beer number one is called Diddly Squat. It's a triple brown ale packed with jammy coffee and dark chocolate notes. <laughs> Diddly Squat. 
Beer number two is called Hebrew. The Chosen Brew is a dark and surprisingly light-bodied lager. Beer number three, I'll have what the gentleman on the floor is having. It's an English barley wine-style beer. Beer number four, Moose Knuckle, an English-style oatmeal stout. Once again, the four beers were Diddly Squat, Hebrew, I'll have what the gentleman on the floor is having, or Moose Knuckle. We will start with talent. What do you think? Whew, this is a difficult one. Like I said, yeah. I can't I can't see in the eyes. I'm I'm gonna say that Hebrew and I'll have what he's having are definitely both real beers. So it's gonna come down to diddly squat and moose knuckle. Correct. Um, I'm gonna say what what type of beer was diddly squat? Diddly squat was a triple brown. Triple brown ale. Okay. And what kind of beer was Moose Knuckle? Uh, an English oatmeal stout. All right. I'm going to go with Diddly Squat is not a beer. All right. All right. Producer Joe? Sure. It's uh, it's illegal to just to say what uh, Talent says because his record's <laughs> so good. So um, I'll say I'll have what the man on the floor is having is not a beer. Oh, Jim on the floor is happening. Okay. Tom? You know, like like Talon said, it's kind of difficult because you can't look you in the eye and, you know, try to get the tells that you have, even though those tells haven't worked for me too well lately. <laughs> I am going to go with Diddly Squat because I think you made this up on the spot, Diddly Squat. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Squat. Diddly Squat made up on the pot. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Even better. All right. And Jeff. Well, let's see. I'm on a two correct roll. If I get three, that's a streak, and that's been known to happen. That's a dynasty. Number three is too long for you to have made up. (laughs) Hebrew, we know how you don't like to be controversial. (laughs) I don't know what the English would know about moose. That's my problem right there. Diddly squat made up on the doctor's pot makes too much sense. That seems like a... uh, uh, a red herring right there. You threw that out there for me to jump at. So I'm going number four, Moose Knuckle, not a beer. Moose Knuckle. Well, Moose Knuckle really is an English oatmeal stout by the Grizzly Paw Brewing Company. Actually, I meant Diddly Squat. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the I'll have a gentleman on the floor is having is an is actually brewed by McGuire's Irish Pub in Pensacola, Florida. Hebrew really is a brew. By Schmaltz Brewing in New York. And you guys, most of you got it. Diddly Squat (laughs) was the one I made up on the pot. So there we have it. Nice. I just said I didn't know what a triple brown was. So that's why I went with that one. (laughs) If you would just say it was a brown ale, I probably would have gone, oh, that's probably true. And I would have gone the moose knuckle route. But but you said triple brown, and I go, I don't think that's a thing. (laughs) Well, I actually stole that that, that description from another beer. So that really is another beer. That's funny. I'd like to see what a triple brown is then. I would say, talent with all the brewing you're doing, you should be saving all these made up names, and they should be real beers. I, I honestly think out of all these Hebrew, the chosen brew is hands down has to be in the brews, the, the beersies for next year of one of the best named beers. We need yeah. to get some of that beer and try it just because I think that's a brilliant name that someone came up with. I think that one's really good. And then I just want to see the can that the, the third one, which is all have the same thing that the person on the floor, the man on the floor had. I want to see the can because I want to see how that wraps around the can yeah, exactly. and how they actually fit that into the logo because that's a super long name for a beer. So All cats are gray in the dark a little long too. Yeah, no, and I want to have that one too because I think that's another great name. So that, that that's, uh, that's the best part is kind of all these cool new names. Well, that has been another episode of Beer or Not a Beer. Thanks for your participation. Oh, that was friendly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we want to thank you all for your participation. <laughs> I got a last question for you to wrap things up with our beer fridge edition. 
Uh, last beer fridge question for the team. What are you saving until the very end? What, what, what's going to be the last? And Joe, I guess you can interpret this as what are you looking forward to when you're back on the wagon? Yep. So I'll start. I'm simple. A Cali Creamin is going to be my first beer. Nice. And last beer? Oh, dear. First beer when I'm back on the wagon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope not on my last beer. Uh, we got dire after beer, not a beer. Yes. <laughs> Tom, yeah, I got a little sad there for a second. Tom, I know you can't uh, save your Sierra Nevada for last. Those have to go first. So what are you saving for last? Sierra Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> first, middle, and last. Consistent. Consistent. Hey, I'm staying in my lane. Staying in my lane. Dr. Todd. Hey, I'm looking for any beer outside of my house. You know, your house, <laughs> a bar, anywhere. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Tell what will be the last beer out of your beer fridge? Well, if I had to drink them all and I had to save one at the end, I'd probably save one of the sublime Mexican lagers I got in there. Good call. I've got a couple peanut butter stouts. I got some bottle age, but they're not going anywhere. Those can stay there for years. But uh, I got a couple peanut butter stouts that I that I've been saving. They're they're going to wait till the end. All right. Well, now we know where we all stand. No surprise. No surprises really. <laughs> uh, talent saving a Mexican lager. Doctor Todd refuses to answer the question and just wants to go get a beer. Padre's back to his Cali Creamin and and Tom's sticking with Sierra Nevada so no surprises there (laughs) we know what we value not much of a surprise with you either there I do love peanut butter (laughs) well I'm hoping we don't have to get to the end of our stock and life will return to some form of normalcy soon and we can be all together at a table at at Joe's house or at Tom's house and Studio West or Studio East and sharing beers again. For sure. Looking forward to it. It'll happen. But if not, hey, I'm going to one final toast to Mr. Tom for uh, putting this together so we could actually keep podcasting, uh, you know, while we're going through this. Yeah, definitely. Good job, Tom. Cheers, Tom. Thank you guys for helping to make it real. And thank you listeners for joining us for a few beers, stories, and laughs. We had fun. Hope you did too. Stay healthy. Stay sane. Take care of one of another. We'll do our best to do the same. Cheers. 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 And looking forward to next week's episode. But for now, we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.